there. So thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about having ears to hear, hearing what God is saying to us. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here, and so we acknowledge your presence. We thank you that you are and that you want to teach us, and we're just open to hear what you have to say to us today. Give us ears to hear. Help us to really be listening to what you're saying to us. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory in your name. We pray. Amen. So you know there is more to praying than just talking to God and telling him what you want and getting this prayer chain going on. In fact, if we listened more to God, we wouldn't be so worried about everybody praying for us because we could hear him for ourselves. And that's what he wants. You know, he said, my sheep know my voice. Jesus said that. And so we're to know his voice, and that takes time to sit with him and get to know him, to just live your life following him and taking time for him and really listening to what he's saying to you. Because so much of the time, we just miss it because we're so busy blabbing, God this and God that, and and pray for me about this, and I'm doing this, and we're just so busy talking that we can't hear. And, you know, so much of the time we were talking yesterday about having faith, and so much of the time we think we have faith, and we really don't. I mean, there's there's so many aspects of um, our faith that God has to deal with with us. You know, we always think we're waiting on God, and we're waiting and waiting, and He has His time in, and what he, His time in, and what He's saying is, listen, listen, instead of talking so much. Listen, and you'll learn something. Did your mom ever say that to you? Just be quiet and listen, and you may learn something. And that's what God is saying to us today. Take time. Relax. Get in his presence and hear what he's saying to you. Instead of just so worried about things, if we would just sit and listen, then it wouldn't take so long for all those things to happen that we're believing for him for him to do. You know, it's not that he's saying no or I want you to wait. Wait, wait, wait. But we we do have to wait, 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 because it takes so long for him to get through to us. It takes so long for us to really listen to what he's saying. And and what he's saying is your directive, your instruction to always think of keep on knocking, keep on seeking. Matthew 7, 7, Jesus said, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. If um, someone comes to your door or you go to someone's door that you know and you knock in the middle of the night, you know, he, he eventually is going to open the door because um, he knows you. And you're going to keep knocking because you know him. And so God is saying that. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Keep listening to what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying figure out your own way to do it. What, I'm, what he's really saying is our faith really isn't there. How often have you asked God to do something for you and then you have in the back of your mind this backup plan just in case? He doesn't do it. Or how often have you asked him to do something and then you worry? And you know, um, part of worrying, I think what I see is so many people are just constantly asking for prayer, constantly having all these prayer chains go out as if we don't know God and we got to beg him. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you know, we just really lack in relationship with him. And if we would just listen to what he's saying, we wouldn't have to be so busy about doing the thing that really isn't um, related 
because what God is saying to us is our faith isn't there. Like I said, if you have a backup plan or you're asking him for something and then you worry instead, or you ask him to do something and you take care of it yourself because you just worried that he wouldn't do it maybe the way you wanted him to do it. There's so many things that we do. And actually one thing that I tend to do a lot is he says something to me and he's asking me to do something that I really don't want to do. And so I don't really hear him. I am just thinking, well, I hope that's not it. And um, I don't know how I could do that. And that just seems too impossible. And so I really haven't heard him. You know, he said in Mark 4, he said, if you don't understand this one thing, you're not going to understand anything. As soon as you hear the word of God, Satan's going to come and try to take it. So we have to be aware of that. And he has all kinds of tactics. And if you read Mark 4, Jesus um, gives us heads up on everything that he tries to do, all the things he, the poise he has to use against us. And then Jesus said, be careful what you're hearing, actually, in verse 23. If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And so when God is talking to us, he's saying, listen, get understanding. Make sure you know what I'm saying. Don't just think you know what I said and carry on, but really listen, get understanding. And then in verse 24, he said to be careful what you're hearing, the measure and thought and study you give to the truth that you hear, um, more besides will be given to you. And if you're not listening, even what you had will be taken from you. And so that is what he's saying to us today, to listen, to actually listen. You know, have you ever just heard someone talking to you, but you really didn't hear them because you had your mind on something else? And that's what we do. And that is sometimes a, a form of worrying that we're doing. And we're not really listening to him. And so the thing is that I think that we have to get in our mind is relax. Just know that he's God and he loves you. And, you know, that is the best way to hear him is when you're not busy worrying. When you're not busy planning something um, just in case God doesn't do what you want him to do. Or you're not distracted into doing something that you've asked God to do and you're waiting and in your waiting, you, you get distracted and do something else. And, you know, God knows, he knows the exact thing that is in your way of receiving. And if we're listening, he's going to show us like if we have a backup plan or if we're working, um, uh, if we're working on worrying or um, if we're even offended, you know, sometimes we get offended because we think, God didn't do what um, he was going to do. And really, um, he was talking to me yesterday and today about how Paul learned contentment. He learned to be content and little and in much. And and God is saying that we got to learn that contentment. We have to learn to just be content and relaxed and know that God has heard us. And when you get content, you're actually in faith. And so we're kind of talking about two things here today. We're talking about being at the place of faith where we can receive. And um, I touched on this uh, probably a lot more yesterday, but God was saying that we think we have faith and we don't. We think we have faith, but we're worried. We think we have faith, but we have a backup plan. 
And um, those are all actually signs of a lack of faith. And so the remedy for that is to be listening. So that's what he's talking to us today about, to listen. So he can tell you that thing that's in the way. He just told me another thing this morning that I hadn't done. You know, we're waiting. We think we're waiting for God to do something. And so much of the time, it's just a lack of hearing or a lack of obedience or even both. I've already heard the thing that he told me to do. And um, this isn't the same as the other thing that I was talking about. It's actually another thing. I heard him to tell me to do it, and I said, okay. And I just never did it, and um, really ignorant of me. But, you know, we get in that place. And so um, hearing and always hearing and be listening and expecting to hear is where we need to be. And I always do expect to hear God. And um, he, he's so gentle and kind that, you know, he waits to repeat that thing, maybe until he thinks that um, I'm ready to hear it again. And this time I'm going to do something about it. Because, you know, if you wait long enough um, and you get frustrated long enough, you're going to go back to God and say, hey, wh- what's going on? How come this isn't happening? Or you might just take care of it yourself. But for me, I go back to him and say, hey, what's going on? What did I miss? I know you're perfect. So I must have missed it somewhere. And that is always it, you know. And so I try to get in the habit of saying, what do you want to say to me today, God? You know, bring me to that place where I can receive from you. And, you know, it, it's not um, it's not a greedy kind of thing to receive from God because to receive from God is really to prove that you are a true disciple of his. And he wants you happy, prosperous. He wants you blessed. He wants you to be showing who he is. And so when you receive from him, you're showing who he is. And that's what he wants. He wants good for us. And to not receive from him isn't really showing the true God that he is, isn't showing his kindness and his love for us. And so just like if your kids wouldn't receive from you, you know, it's painful. And it is for God. He wants us to receive from him. And so we got to be quiet and listen and have ears to hear what he's saying. We got to know that there's directives to that place that we're wanting to be. You know, so much of the time we have this kind of like fairy tale thinking that he's just going to, you know, bombard us, but um, he works by faith. It's impossible to please him without faith. And um, he, what he wants us to be seeking and knocking for is revelation knowledge, his direction, his correction so that he can move. I've told this so many times, but it was a big thing in my life. And I'm going to tell you again, because I feel it prompted me. But when my son was born, he was born with a birth defect. And before I even really knew what was going on, God showed up and he said there was nothing he could do. And later I learned because it was because of my disobedience, something he told me to do that I didn't do. He can't work in our lives if we're disobedient. And if we can't hear him, we're going to be disobedient. You know, it's a scary thing when you like analyze it and and really look at it in the word of God, because so many places it says if we don't obey him, we're not right with him. I'm thinking in Matthew 7, 21 through 23, he said on that day, many are going to say, Lord, we did this in your name and that in your name. And I'm going to say to them, I didn't know you. Away from me, you who practice lawlessness. So if we're not doing what he's telling us to do, 
for one, yeah, we're going to be waiting and waiting for really nothing because our prayers aren't going to be answered and we're not right with him when we don't obey him. So thank God he hasn't come yet. And we got to learn to obey him here and now. Learn to listen now so that we can be right with him when he gets here. There's so many reasons to listen to him and hear what he has to say. You want to get to know him. You want to be able to follow his directive and be right with him by um, being in obedience with him. And um, you want to be able to glorify him, to receive from him. And that happens when we're in agreement with him, when we obey him. And um, all of the practice of that anyway is really getting to know him. When you obey him, when you hear him, when you take time for him, um, you're getting to know him. And when you get to that place, you're going to be, you're going to have faith. And so at the same time, don't be so hard on yourself when you don't receive from him right away because you're learning, you're getting to know him. And as you get to know him, you're going to have faith in him. You're going to have trust in him. And then you're going to be able to have those prayers answered and glorify his name. I always like to bring up John 15. Jesus said, I'm the vine, Father's vine dresser, you're the branches. And when we're in agreement with him, then we're going to ask what we will, and it's going to be done. And um, he's going to He's going to prune us. He's going to get those dead branches off, all the things that we're talking about. And um, we're going to get to the place. We're going to be in agreement with him. We're going to ask what we will, and it's going to be done. And then we're going to glorify him, proving to be true disciples of his, 1 through 8. John 15, 1 through 8. So Jesus said in Revelation 3.20 that he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him, him in, he would come in and dine with you. And so really, that's the first thing you have to do is be born of from above, be born of the Spirit. And um, Nicodemus was asking Jesus about being born again, and he said that you have to be born of the Spirit. It's not like being born of the flesh, because that you can see being born of the Spirit. You can't see it, but you can feel it. He's tangible. He's going to make himself real to you. And that's what you need to do. And so I want to say that prayer with you if you never did. And he's Jesus, he's a real person. In fact, he said God's spirit would come and live on the inside of us. So that is the Holy Spirit. And he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And um, he's going to remind you of things to come or tell you things to come, remind you things Jesus said, be your counselor, your standby, and so much more. He's so in love with you. And um, he just wants you to receive him. He wants that relationship with you so he can teach you his way. So let's say that prayer. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And we just want you to. We do. We want to be a part of your kingdom. We want to glorify your name. We want to receive from you. We want to live with you when we leave here. We want to just receive all that good you did for us. We just want to thank you right now that you bore sickness or disease or sorrow or pain. That you laid down your life for us to make us right with the Father. We just love you and praise you, and we just receive you right now. We give you all the glory. We thank you for all that you did for us and all that you're doing for us now. We thank you for your revelation knowledge. We thank you. We praise you. Give you all the glory. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And, you know, if you look at the word, you're looking at him, John 1, 1. So that's what you want to do. If you said this prayer for the first time, you want to look at the word. He is his word. And then Jesus said, when you obey the word, when you apply the word to your life, he's going to manifest himself to you. 
you're going to start just hearing him and, and feeling him. And yeah, he's so good. You're just going to know him more and more. Remember, it's a relationship. It's not a prayer ticket to heaven, but it's a relationship and you won't live your life the same. With the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you're going to live your life a whole different way. It's going to be so much better than before. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And remember that can't do anything without him. You can't. You can't be disconnected from him and then think that you can live the life, that life without him. So thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.